All right, check one, two, check one, two. Check. All right, check one, two, check one, two. All right, we in there, we in there. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Thoughts of the Week. Yes, indeed, we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate y'all. We're going to get started here in just a moment. I know this is the show that you've been waiting for. <laughs> This is the show that you've been waiting for. But before we get started, we're going to go into some commercial breaks. All right. And we'll be right back. Let's get it. Sit down and brainstorm. Um, potential things that can happen, all right? Potential situations that can occur. I'm giving you a list here of uh, possible things that can happen. You got fires, you have flash floods, home invasions, hailstorms, hurricanes. Um, a pipe might burst in your house because, you know, it's real cold in the winter at that time. Um, it might burst in the summer, all right? Just never know. Tornadoes, blizzards, snow, mudslides, earthquakes, etc. All right. To prepare yourself for potential emergencies, take the free course, Simple Emergency Planning in Four Easy Steps. Did I mention free? The link is in the description. Safe House is a location other than your primary residence that you can go to whenever you need assistance or protection from any possible criminal or violent encounters. The first thing you want to start off with, though, is look for your fire departments, your police departments, your EMS stations. Look for that first and then look for your 24 hour locations. You don't want to look at gas stations gyms that are open up for 24 hours you want to look at hotels stores like walmart things of that nature that way if something happens an emergency occurs you already know where they at go right to them if you want to learn more on how to protect yourself get the course how to be your own vip protection specialist the link is in the description This episode has been brought to you by theproductstorecompany.com. Joe Biden is promising a long, dark, painful winter. Did you see him at the debate? Did anybody see the debate by any chance? No, he said a long, dark winter. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. That's just what our country needs is a long, dark winter and a leader that talks about it. Vice President Biden, your reaction and just 40 percent of Americans say they would definitely agree to take a coronavirus vaccine if it was approved by the government. What steps would you take to give Americans confidence in a vaccine if it were approved? Make sure it's totally transparent. Have the scientists of the world see it, know it, look at it, 
go through all the processes. And by the way, he's, this is the same fellow who told you this is going to end by Easter last time. This is the same fellow who told you that, don't worry, we're going to end this by the summer. We're about to go into a dark winter, a dark winter. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Thoughts of the Week podcast. How's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? And uh, I wanted to set it off that way with a couple of videos, and I might be playing them back again in a little bit. But um, what's up with this going on with this dark winter stuff, right? We want to get into that, man. We're going to get into that. What's going on with the dark winter um, narrative or wording? All right. Be sure to check us out on listening platforms as well. You see that on the bottom of the screen. I definitely appreciate it. Definitely support the channel. And uh, we're going to get into it, man. What's going on with this dark winter stuff? So. As you all know, or may may know, may not know. It's kind of interesting how the south african variant all of a sudden popped up out of nowhere right and i remember uh, a while back on some uh news websites where scientists were so surprised and baffled that in africa the um the virus really didn't hit like it's hit everywhere else right they were so shocked about it and so surprised about this and they just couldn't believe it. Even I think what's what was considered maybe the worst part of Africa that may have got a little bit of the uh, virus still wasn't as bad as everywhere else around the world. And then it's funny how they were so baffled and, and people were so confused as to how come Africa's not getting hit like everybody else getting hit. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, now there's a variant, Omicron, a.k.a. the Africa, South Africa variant. Right. Then there was something going on about the um, in regards to that. I think there was the uh, I don't know if it's a black doctor or black scientist, whoever it was, I can't remember right off the top of my head as far as names and stuff like that goes. But um, it was a black man that um, apparently discovered that particular variant in Africa. And um, I think he was mentioning that he couldn't understand why all these uh, maybe news outlets and these um, virologists and doctors, scientists, whatever, was putting in the narrative and maybe... Um, those presidents who control who run different countries was throwing out there they're going to shut down travel to africa he said he couldn't understand that because at his worst people were just getting um symptoms that were probably similar to just a common cold and that's how bad the uh, variant was right and um they couldn't understand why everybody was trying to shut down travel to africa in or out or whatever or people going there or people from Africa going elsewhere. And so it makes you wonder, you know, what's really, really, really going on. Right. And um, this kind of ties into we coming up on actual winter pretty soon. Within a few weeks, a couple of weeks or so. And um, 
I was uh, kind of looking up some things and it's like, yo, what's up with this dark winter stuff, right? What's up with this dark winter narrative? Well, I'm going to show you some things here in a minute. I'm going to pull it up. But before we do that, I want to let you guys know what it is. You're rocking with the best thoughts of the week. Let's get it. You are listening to Thoughts of the Week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. So let me see here. I want to decide which one to pull up here. Let's also add this into the mix because this is what we're talking about here. All right. Let me look at that real quick. Let's pull this up. Some of you guys may um, also know about this as well in the news if you haven't you guys go to um you can go to youtube go to what's the 411 news it'll be a news brief in regards to that but i'm getting ready to pull up here real quick all right hopefully we got it here let me pull it in bring it in bring it in okay all right you guys might be familiar with this story here um philadelphia lab briefly locked down after a worker finds smallpox vials in a freezer like how convenient do you find some smallpox in a freezer one of the lab workers found the smallpox in the freezer right how convenient <laughs> and it's very interesting when we take a look at uh what was said, a lab worker at a Merck facility outside of Philadelphia found 15 questionable vials labeled smallpox and vaccinia while cleaning out a freezer earlier this week, raising harrowing, harrowing security concerns. All right. So it's kind of odd that uh, this guy or gal or gal. <laughs> was deciding to clean this freezer up and all of a sudden smallpox pops up out the blue and you got this dark winter talk and dark winter maybe matching up with smallpox and um kind of interesting right well let me uh show you something else here let me just pull that get that out the way you guys can check out that story again like i said um you can also look at my facebook personal facebook page it should be there as well you can also go to uh, the Facebook page, Blog World International, and you should see it there possibly, I believe so. Let me see which one we're gonna pull up here. I want to show you some things to kinda, let me see here, let me take a look. Let me see here, let me, let's go to this one. I'm gonna pull this one up right quick. Because what what a lot of times you guys don't may not know may not understand some of you might know. If you don't know, kind of expose you to it now. Is that things have been planned in the past 
and planned even currently things are getting planned for even future things coming down the road sometimes they're already trying to set things up and put it in motion so it can happen 10 years from now 20 years from now um, who knows right and so when they start happening everybody will just think like yo it just popped out of the loop um to tie this in a little bit to uh bill gates also did a story again you guys can go to what's the 411 news on youtube um again you should go to blog world international on facebook you should see it there and it should be um it might be on my personal facebook page as well where i spoke about bill gates was doing these um some of you might know in in the past he's predicting different events to happen and then they would happen either close or exactly like exactly like he said or close to like he said but when i did some research i found out he was actually funding the things he was saying so he'll say something but he already started hiring scientists and putting them in play to try to make these things actually happen so when they happen he looks like oh he knows what he's talking about people try to figure out how does he know this know that he's putting he's funneling his billions in into things and making people think that um he knows he can predict things in the future so that's what's going on and he probably has something to do with it as well who knows he might have something to do with the potential dark winter right and so let me pull this up right quick here just trying to put you up on some things whether you choose to um believe it or not or whatever all you have to do is do like i do i just pay attention to stuff i'm watching i'm keeping my eyes and ears open to things that are being put on uh video or tv whatever and paying attention to the words that are being said i'm looking at the um for instance twitter feeds of biden twitter feeds of kamala harris and twitter feeds of a host of others and i'm studying the what's being put on their feeds taking note looking stuff up and then sooner or later you'll start being able to piece things together and those puzzles will start being to the point to where you can see the picture there trying to show you and so you can do your own research if you like go in there and check it out again you don't have to believe what i'm telling you but when you start paying attention to things and then you start seeing like it's a similar pattern every 10 years or so then you start waking up to some stuff right so let's pull this up real quick all right so check this out america's pandemic war games don't end well all right america's pandemic war games don't end well it says one simulation of an uncontrolled disease outbreak concluded with riots in the national guard on the streets let's see what they're talking about with that all right this was uh in april 2020 all right when it was written anyway but on june 22nd 2001 a group of well-known u.s officials and a handful of 
Now pay attention to this, man. On June 22nd, this is 2001. All right, we're now in 2021. So that's 20 years ago, right? If my math is correct, 20 years ago. A group of well-known U.S. officials and a handful of senior policymakers gathered at Andrews Air Force Base in Maryland for a senior level exercise that simulated a biological weapons attack, an outbreak of deadly smallpox on the United States. Now, why were they doing this exercise 20 years before, 20 years ago? Why would they do an exercise on a smallpox attack? or a smallpox outbreak. Why would they be even expecting something like that to happen 20 years ago? Now we're 20 years into this thing. These are just questions I'm asking. Um, why were they doing that? Were they expecting something to happen? Are they expecting a smallpox attack? Is there a connection with the dark winter slash Smallpox, the cold words for smallpox. Why are you preparing for stuff like that? And wasn't smallpox supposedly eliminated already? Well, how you, you know, why the uh, concern on smallpox if it's already been taken care of? Supposedly, right? Makes you wonder if. They hold on to these uh, viruses somewhere in the lab, somewhere locked away until they need to cause some panic. And hey, let's go into that uh, that freezer and pull out that smallpox and just plant it here. And because we know there's going to be a lab worker in Philadelphia that's going to come and clean everything up, and let's let them find <laughs> some small vials of smallpox, right? 20 years ago, now in the lab, in the freezer, some smallpox appears, right? Just questions. Just questions and um, just thinking on some things. Designed by the John Hopkins Center for Civilian Biodefense Strategies, now called the Center for Health Security, and the Washington-based Center for Strategic and International Studies, CSIS. The day and a half long dark winter simulation was conducted to gauge how senior leaders would respond to such an attack and included such high level participants as Senator Sam Nunn, who played the president. He was playing the role of the president. They're doing scenarios. All right going through some scenarios why for what so sam nunn was playing the president and it makes you eh, i'm gonna leave that alone for a minute sam nunn is playing the president former white house advisor david gergen the national security advisor he played the national security advisor in this scenario and the retired career diplomat frank weisner or wisner played secretary of state but Dark winter 
has since become legendary in senior policymaking circles in Washington for a different reason. It has regularly been cited by its designers and participants as the clearest exhibit of the spiraling stresses and potential social collapse that could be sparked by a public health crisis. All right. Let's read a little bit more here. Um, Dark Winter, which stipulates a smallpox pox attack by an unknown assailant, is not COVID-19, a disease inadvertently spread by human contact, of course. But the fallout from the coronavirus pandemic bears an eerie resemblance to the stimulation. Leaders hampered by inability to address a crisis they hadn't foreseen. We'd have been much more comfortable with a terrorist bombing, none later said. So they would be more comfortable with doing scenarios on a terrorist bombing. Why? Why would you be more comfortable doing something like that? You shouldn't be comfortable with none of that. Terrorist bombing, virus attack, none of that. Now, on the one end, people can say, well, they're just preparing just in case. That's good. Even um, everyday citizens should do something like that. Should always prepare and um, do your what ifs and find out what you can do on your what if scenarios and how you can prepare for different things. That's always a good thing to do in general, whether you're a company, whether you are... Um, protecting a city, a state, a country, the world, you know, you want to prepare for things. But it's quite interesting, you know, like I said, how you can go 20 years ago and uh, prepare for these scenarios. And then all of a sudden, you know, 20 years later from your scenarios, it actually pops up somewhere. And now it's being quiet again. And again, of course, like I mentioned, the Omicron as well, that pops up out of nowhere after scientists were so baffled that um, Africa wasn't getting him down like everybody else in the world. These things just start popping up out of nowhere, right? So Dark Winter, which stipulates a smallpox attack, so that's what they're saying, by an unknown assailant is not COVID-19, a disease inadvertently spread by human contact. Of course, of course, the but the fallout from the coronavirus pandemic bears an eerie resemblance to the simulation. An eerie resemblance, huh? Um, leaders hampered by inability to address a crisis they hadn't foreseen we'd have been much more comfortable with a terrorist bombing sam nunn later said in a congressional testimony national decision making driven by data and expertise from the medical and public health sectors management options limited by the switch the swift and unpredictable spread of the disease and a limited stockpile of vaccines there goes the vaccines word in there again right so let me get out of that. Let me just pull up another one and share something else with you guys. All right. 
Okay, let me see which one I'm gonna pull up next here. This is just um, I guess real time research just to see what this dark winter is all about. Is it something y'all need to be aware of and prepare for? And then, of course, there's always questions to everything. You might have your questions of your own here. Let me see. Op- Operation Dark Winter. Okay, let's pull up this one real quick. Let's pull this up. All right. So, Dark Winter. And again, it goes over the same dates. Apparently, this has been an exercise. And again, like I said um, earlier, there's always been this thing where events or the potential for events to happen are planned well in advance. Uh, I'm sure Bill Gates is not the only one that is out there funding, putting in funding to make certain events come in real time. All right. There's there's others out there that are doing the same thing. And the average folks is just thinking, oh, man, they just know what. How do they know this stuff and they know what's going on? No, they already been planning this stuff. And they're funding it. And making everybody else think they know so much, I guess. And again, I bring up the question. Why were you doing this scenario stuff in 2001? Did the um, did the 9-11 thing happen in 2000 or 2001? I forget. Let me just refresh my memory unless you can unless y'all want to throw that in the comments. Looks like it was 2001. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, yo, that's kind of interesting. So in June, they was planning for something 20 years out or doing scenario training 20 for 20 years out some months before December 11 attacks. Isn't that interesting? Hmm, okay. Let me pull this in here. All right, Dark Winter about the exercise, okay? On June 22nd and 23rd, 2001, on this, uh, the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Again, you guys need to look up and research these because also when I'm doing this stuff, you might want to write these names down. If you're watching the video later, if you don't catch me live, let's go back and look at the video. And um, these groups and these company names and these organizations, so on and so forth, write these names down and start researching them, see what they're about. The center, so on June 22nd, 23rd, 2001, just about three months before the September 11th attack, the Center for Strategic and International Studies, jot that down, the John Hopkins Center for Civilian Biodefense Studies, jot that down. The Answer Institute for Homeland Security, jot that name down. And the Oklahoma City National Memorial Institute for the Prevention 
terrorism, write that down, hosted a senior level war game. All right. So they're calling it a war game, examining the national security, intergovernmental and information challenges of a biological attack on the American homeland. With tensions rising in the Taiwan Straits and a major crisis developing in Southwest Asia, a smallpox outbreak was confirmed by the CDC in Oklahoma City during the 13 days of the game. So this is just like the scenario. I guess they they was putting it as they are putting it like Taiwan is some rising tensions. So it's like creating a scenario and you start working through it. You try to figure out how you handle it. Can you handle it? Will you have enough of this, enough of that? So on and so forth. So with tensions rising, so this is the scenario I guess they're talking about that they created. With tensions rising in the Taiwan Straits and a major crisis developing in Southwest Asia, a smallpox outbreak was confirmed by the CDC in Oklahoma City. During the 13 days of the game, the disease spread to 25 states. Write that down. 25 states and 15 other countries write that down although this is just a made-up scenario just take note of that 14 participants and 60 observers witnessed terrorism warfare and slow motion discussions debates some rather heated and decisions focused on the public health response lack of an adequate supply of smallpox vaccine Roles and missions of federal and state governments, civil liberties associated with quarantine and isolation, the role of the DOD, which I think is Department of Defense, and potential military responses to the anonymous attack. Additionally, a predictable 24-7 news cycle quickly developed that focused the nation and the world on the attack and response. Five representatives from the National Press Corps, including print and broadcast, participated in the war game and conducted a lengthy press conference with the president so in this scenario here are the key players there was somebody playing the role of a president the role of a national security advisor the role of the director of central intelligence and so on and so forth so i'm just gonna go down the line all right so the role of the president you had sam nunn playing the president you had David Gergen playing the National Security Advisor. You had R. James Woolsey, Woolsey, and write these names down of these people. Was playing. He was playing the Director of Central Intelligence. You had John White playing the Secretary of Defense. You had General John Tulelli, that name sounds familiar, playing the Chairman, Joint Chiefs of Staff. You had Margaret Hamburg playing the Secretary of Health and Human Services. You had Frank Wisner playing the role of Secretary of State. George Terwilliger, playing the Attorney General, playing the Director of a Federal Emergency Management Agency, aka FEMA, Mr. Jerome Howard, playing the Director of Federal Bureau of Investigations, FBI, was William Sessions. That name sounds familiar. They, they were playing these roles in this scenario-based war game playing the governor of oklahoma was frank keating i think that name sounds familiar press secretary of government frank keating he was also playing that uh oklahoma and, and mr dan mahoney 
playing the correspondent of NBC News was Jim Michalizewski, I think that's how you pronounce it, playing the Pentagon producer of CBS News, Miss Mary Walsh. That name sounds familiar. Reporter, British Broadcasting Corporation, Miss Cyan Edwards, playing the reporter of the New York Times was Miss Judith Miller. And lastly, playing the reporter of Freelance, Mr. Lester Rheingold. All right. The players were introduced to this crisis during a National Security Council meeting. And again, like I said, write these names down because these people might pop up currently somewhere here and there. And some of you might be inclined to want to get a hold of them and ask them some questions in regards to this war game they were playing. The players were introduced to this crisis during a National Security Council meeting scheduled to address several emerging crises, including the deployment of a carrier task force to the Middle East. At the start of the meeting, the director of health and human services informed the president of a confirmed case of smallpox in Oklahoma City. All right. Just a war game scenario. Additional smallpox cases were soon identified in Georgia and Pennsylvania. Let me stop there. I'm going to read that again. And I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. Additional smallpox. This is the scenario, the war game scenario. Additional smallpox cases were soon identified in Georgia and Pennsylvania. Now, this is a 20 year ago war game scenario for preparedness in case we get attacked with smallpox. Pennsylvania. Didn't I just tell you I did a story on Philadelphia in Pennsylvania? If I'm not mistaken, is that not Pennsylvania? Um, where smallpox was actually found in real time. Again, you can go to what's the 411. I think uh, if you're on YouTube watching this, you'll be able to see different uh, featured channels. And what's the 411 is one of the channels. You just tap on that and you can check out the story there on YouTube. All right. And, and uh, now this is a scenario war game they did 20 years ago. And isn't it interesting they mentioned Pennsylvania and then what is it about a week or so ago? Smallpox was actually found in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I go back to say that whether people believe it or don't believe it, uh, for those who pay attention to things a little bit more closely, sometimes they get things, they, they set things up so it can happen some years out. And then the question becomes, why are you continuously doing things like this? And then it kind of goes back to the narrative that people have been saying for years of population control. That stuff pops up. Or that narrative comes up in the mix. Are you trying to limit a bunch of people from the planet? A little at a time. We plan it out 10 years out, 10 years out, 20 years out. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. And is it, you know, yeah, it could be coincidence that their war game said this 20 years ago and then 20 years out now in 2021 they actually find smallpox somewhere right interesting 
Um, let me finish this up and then we'll go to the next article before we get out of here. More cases were reported in Oklahoma. The source of the infection was unknown and exposure was presumed, presumed to have taken place at least nine days earlier due to lengthy incubation period of smallpox. Consequently, exposed individuals had likely traveled far from the low-key or loci of what was now presumed to be a biological attack. The scenario spanned 13 days. So this war game system scenario spanned 13 days. This particular uh, article is very telling. Like I said, when they added Oklahoma City, Georgia, and Pennsylvania in the mix of this fake scenario, war game scenario, and yet in real in real time, smallpox did show up in Pennsylvania. Now, will it show up in Georgia next? Will it actually show up in Oklahoma for real in real time pretty soon? We don't know. All right. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will. And then again, like I said, then questions start coming up. All right. So I find that very interesting. That's a very telling article right there. So let's go to this last one real quick. All right. Makes you wonder. Let's go to the last one here. Okay. Let's see what we can find out with this situation. All right. Okay. Let's do this real quick here. Let's pull that out. All right. So let's get this out the way here. All right, so here we go. Operation Dark Winter. When U.S. lost bioterrorism exercise in the biological battlefield against smallpox. All right, let's take a look at that. Let me get this out of here real quick. All right, Operation Dark Winter served as a grim reminder as a wake-up call to people entrusted with protecting the united states and its citizens from bioterrorism all right so their key highlights are the dark winter exercise held in 2001 that's 20 years ago portrayed a fictional scenario depicting a covert smallpox attack on american citizens I'm going to read that again. These are the key highlights. There are three of them here, it looks like. The Dark Winter Exercise, held in 2001, portrayed a fictional scenario depicting a covert smallpox attack on American citizens. This is two, uh, 20 years ago. Okay. The second key highlight is major fault lines found between different 
levels of government between government and the private sector among different institutions and agencies and within the public and private sector key number three key highlight number three no surge capability in the u.s healthcare and public health systems or in the pharmaceutical vaccine industries all right now this says new delhi in 2001 the united states conducted a high level bioterrorist attack simulation to ascertain how senior leadership would respond to such an attack apart from examining the national security intergovernmental and information challenges of a biological attack on the american soil code name operation dark winter so if there's a correlation of whether or not dark winter is code for smallpox this should kind of confirm it for you and the other um, articles i read to you should also add into the mix of confirming code name dark operation dark winter the exercise war games war game scenarios highlighted the shortcomings of the american system in combating the covert and widespread smallpox attack all right now there's a huge difference between coronavirus and smallpox but the blowback from covid 19 pandemic is strikingly similar to the simulation now when i read that this is the second time i found an article that said said the same thing now either they're trying to insinuate that the covid 19 pandemic since it was so eerily and strikingly similar to their smallpox war game simulation they could be trying to say that that was your dark winter even though we're not in actually winter time or they're just trying to say their scenario is just eerily you know similar to how the covid 19 pandemic popped off all right let me see there I see there's an article about the Omicron. Okay. So let's see what we can find out a little bit more here reading this. All right. So from potential social collapse, the helplessness of the American system to cope with a smallpox outbreak, Dark Winter highlighted the federal government's lack of preparation for a public health crisis. Guess who pops up in this one? Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, recently said the system does not, is not really geared to what we need right now. It is a failing, let's admit it, or it's failing, let's admit it. During the Great Pestilence or the Black Death, which lasted from 1347 to 1351, the wealthy and the rich, after fulfilling their responsibilities, like preparing their wills and naming their heirs, go out of the town to retire in villages. Contagion theory, pioneer Pietro Curialti de or da Tosignano, whoever that is, in his 14th century guide, How to Avoid the Plague, says that it is safer to move to a region where there has never been an epidemic. 
All right, let's move down here a little bit further. So here's what the dark winter simulation predicted. Okay. During the dark winter simulation, state borders were choked and crowded with people trying to flee from the cities due to the pandemic. Pandemics tend to test the already strained institutions during the course of the outbreak. If people used to leave, if people used to leave the dead and flee from the cities during the Black Death in dark winter, the American system has tested and it cracked. The bioterrorism exercise war game has since become a perfect example of how things will unfold for the U.S. in the outbreak of a deadly pandemic. Regularly cited by policymakers in Washington, it perfectly showcases the potential social collapse of the world's most powerful system. Again, Senator Sam Nunn played the president in this mock war game bioterrorism exercise made the following points in the congressional testimony <sighs> national decision making should be driven by data and expertise from the medical and public health sectors the american healthcare system lacks the surge capacity to deal with mass casualties increased tensions between state and federal authorities rapid spread of misinformation on cures and treatments for outbreak that's interesting to take note of difficulty of controlling the unpredicted movement of civilians from infected areas that's something to take note of domestic turmoil political uncertainty with sporadic rioting in large urban areas take note of that increasing dependence on the willingness of individual citizens to quarantine, to self-quarantine, to stop the spread of the contagion. All right, let's go down a little bit further, see what else they're talking about here. The next pandemic, the world needs to be ready to fight the next pandemic, which is inevitable, right? Also, let's not forget that the novel coronavirus is simply an updated version of SARS-CoV-2 or SARS-CoV-1, or COV-1, the 1957-58 influenza pandemic, also known as Asian flu, killed between one and four million people worldwide. 2002 SARS killed 774 people in 17 counties, while H7N9, which emerged 11 years later, in 2013 killed 619 people all of these outbreaks were reported from china the next pandemic can happen anywhere but the pattern suggests that it is more likely to happen in china with it 1.4 billion citizens once again being exposed to novel and dangerous infectious diseases all right more investment in healthcare. nation states need to invest more in healthcare so as to be prepared by the time the next pandemic strikes because it's not the question of if but when apart from this they should also promote openness while cooperating at the academic research level with other nations the allegation of 
the virus being developed in China's Wuhan lab and the funding of the U.S. dollar 3.7 million to that lab by the U.S. government should be a serious, a serious cause of concern for everyone. Operation Dark Winter serves as a case study and a guide for countries fighting the coronavirus pandemic to identify and fix the loopholes in the existing system and invest more in healthcare. All right, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so the question is, is dark winter a code word for smallpox? Is the potential, was it just a war game of study? Or did they already have this plan well in advance and now they're trying to actually make the plan happen in real time? All right. So with that being said, start researching on smallpox, what it is, how it's developed, how you could protect yourself from it. You know, maybe this podcast will kind of put a little monkey wrench in the plans and maybe they won't do it or maybe they'll they don't care and still try to make it happen but what's more important excuse me is that you guys definitely are protected because this seems like the average citizens they don't give a damn about right that's what it looks like the average citizen they don't seem to give one care about so definitely we need to look out for each other and uh, get you guys prepared for what possibly could be to come all right so I hope you gain a little bit of knowledge here Uh, take note of the uh, articles and jot it down hope you jotted down the names of the people involved because some of these people are still in play. They actually came, their names have, um, their names have come up even in 2021, even though it's just 20 years ago. All right. So again, just keep your eyes and ears open, be prepared for the possibilities of what could happen. Do your research, study, research these viruses, research the other ones that they mentioned where it was less people killed, but you know, those things could come mysteriously come back as well. All right. So with that being said, I appreciate y'all, man. Thank you for checking out the show. Share the video with others because once again, once again, they're all about banning certain information and channels if you're not saying what they want you to say. And uh, definitely support the channel. All right. And uh, we're looking to go uh, more independent, more independent routes. So be looking out for that and be supporting that as well. We don't want to be dependent on places like YouTube. We want to use the platforms, but we definitely want to go 
independent route so you don't get or they don't censor information that you guys need to know. Because as we all know, all the mainstream channels, they're not going to give you the real. And so that's what we're here for. Shout out to uh, New Black Media. Shout out to all the New Black Media channels on across all the social media platforms. Always good looking out for the people. And we're going to get out of here, man. All right. So share the video with folks. Tell them about the channel. And as always, I hope you learned something. Write the information down. Never know where they'll pop back up again. All right. You're rocking with the best thoughts of the week. I'm out. Peace. One love. This episode has been brought to you by the productstorecompany.com.